Welcome home. As you listen to New Life the Fort, may you continue to experience the fullness of joy, life, and Christ in the days ahead. Hello, New Life the Fort. So good to see all of you online today. I want to just thank you for the privilege of sharing the Word of God with every one of you today, especially to your pastors, Pastor Alvin and Pastor Mitch. Thank you so much for uh, inviting me to share the Word of God uh, to all of you today. I'm so excited because I miss you all so much. And when Pastor Alvin uh, called me and, uh, and told me that uh, he wanted me to minister to all of you, I got so excited because uh, you guys are my favorite place to be in, uh, New Life the Fort. Because every time I come to you and I minister to you, you guys are just such an amazing congregation. And so I thank God for every one of you. And I'm sure that uh, as we've been through this past uh, uh, year and a half or so of, of such challenging times, that you've been keeping strong and that you are standing firm and that God is with you, taking you through, carrying you through. You're going to make it. We're all going to make it and we're going to overcome this in the name of Jesus. So thank you once again for this privilege. I'm excited about the Word of God. And so shall we get straight into the Word? Well, today, the title of my message is Stormtrooper. Stormtrooper. You see, Pastor, that's a very interesting uh, uh, topic uh, or, or title of a, of a message. That's true. Uh, I just thought of it, actually. It's, uh, it's just that, you know, I'm sure that you've seen um, the Star Wars movies. And if you've seen the Star Wars movies, you know that um, the Imperial Force has got those guys, you know, who are uh, their, their soldiers who are uh, always dressed in white. They are known as the Stormtroopers. But did you know that originally uh, the, the, the name Stormtrooper uh, originated from the Imperial German Army and they were actually called Strum Struppen. Strum Strum Truppen. Yeah, that's how, that's how they were they were called, uh, and uh, they were actually uh, um, uh, the Imperial uh, German Army um, that went ahead and uh, they they fought at the at the last part of the last year of World War One, uh, with uh, where they mounted uh, a fierce infantry attack and assault on the Allied uh, trenches in an attempt to break the stalemate on the Western Front. So they were the people who went forth and fought those battles and they won. And, uh, you know, I believe that you and I today, we are God's stormtroopers because we can face any kind of storm. No matter what the storms in life are, no matter what the storms are that you've been through in this past year and a half, you and I, we are overcomers. We have been given a mandate from God to overcome, to fight every battle and to win. And I want to just challenge every one of you today that you see yourself as a winner because your future is already secure in the Lord. There is no way that you can lose this battle because all of heaven is fighting with you. All of heaven is backing you up. It's impossible 
for you to fail. So today, come with me and journey with me in this message as I share with you a few things that I believe will help encourage you as you go through the storms that you are possibly going through right now, you've been through, and even some more that you will go through in the days to come. Most importantly, see yourself as a storm trooper. You are going to win. Philippians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14, in the New Living Translation of the Bible says, No, dear brothers and sisters, I have not achieved it, but I focus on this one thing, forgetting the past and looking forward to what lies ahead. I press on to reach the end of the race and receive the heavenly prize for which God, through Christ Jesus, is calling us. I love what the Apostle Paul is saying to us today. He said, I forget all the past. I, I'm putting all these things in my past, but I'm going to focus on the future. I'm going to focus on what lies ahead, and I'm going to reach for the prize, which means Paul was not just going to run this race just for the sake of running. I don't know about you, but some people run a race and they have no intention to win. They're just going to go through it. And, and you know, uh, if you run a marathon, a lot of people run the marathon and then at the end of it, they get this t-shirt that says finisher, which means I finished. But you know what? We're not talking about just finishing. We're talking about winning because in the marathon, there are, there are people who actually win. So, uh, and when they win, they receive a prize for their victory. And so I believe that God wants you to win, not just to finish. Amen. You will surely finish, but isn't it better that you finish as a winner? Because that's what God intends for you to be a winner. And so I believe that in, in, in 2020 and 2021, we, we've, we've been through a very challenging time. You know, the, the whole of last year, and the first half of this year, we've gone through it. But the good news is, we're still here. We are still here. We faced all kinds of storms. We faced health storms, financial storms, relationship storms, political storms, mental storms, emotional storms, all kinds of storms. And the list goes on and on and on and on. And I'm sure that you could probably add a few more storms uh, to the list as well. But, you know, let's look at the definition of what a storm is for a few moments. This is what a storm is. A storm is a violent, short-lived weather disturbance that is almost always associated with lightning, thunder, dense clouds, heavy rain or hail, and strong, gutsy wind. That's what uh, the definition of a storm is. And, and I'm sure that, that in, in the, the uh, situations or the circumstances that you face, the kind of storms that you have faced in this past year uh, till this day has been quite unique to your own situation. We all are going through different kinds of storms. In my country, we're going through it. In, in the Philippines, you're going through it. But what is the common denominator here? We have God. And no matter what our storms are, we are winners. We are not in this just to go for the ride. We are in this to win. 
We want to win this and come out victorious in the name of Jesus. So let's look at some characteristics of storm, of a storm. Some characteristics of a storm. Number one, it is not permanent. Remember this, your storms are not permanent. So a storm, no matter how strong or how violent, has a lifespan. No matter how strong, no matter how violent, has a lifespan. It cannot last forever, it's temporary. Isn't that wonderful to know that? That when you go through a storm, even in the Philippines, you have so many typhoons that hit your nation. Uh, and you guys are such strong, resilient people. You know, I thank God in Malaysia, we don't have any typhoons. Uh, but you guys in the Philippines, you are amazing. You are strong people. You get typhoons hit you and, and then, you know, you overcome, you come out of it and you rise up and you move forward. Now, that's the amazing thing about people who have God as their strength. You never, ever give up, but you move forward. You never stay where you are. You overcome and you move forward. So, number one, it is temporary. It's not permanent. Every storm is not permanent. Amen? Number two, it appears devastating and scary. I say this uh, once again, it appears devastating and scary. If you look at a storm, it is scary. It has such a force. And, and it can be very, very frightening to be in the midst of a storm. A storm has the appearance that instills fear. It instills worry or concern. And it can also be life-threatening. But remember this, it's only its appearance. It's only its appearance. Amen. Number three, it blocks out the sun. S-U-N. But you could also say it blocks out the S-O-N. What do I mean by that? You see, a storm blocks your vision of the sun. When, when you go through a storm, it's dark. It's rainy. The winds are strong. And, and, and even though the sun is still there, but you cannot see it. You can't see the, the, the sun when a storm is raging around you. You see, a storm is designed to keep your focus on what you see, which is the temporal, the lightning, the thunder, the heavy rains, the strong winds, rather than keep your eyes on the sun, S-U-N, which is still there. It's just that you can't see it. All you see are the clouds, the dark clouds, the rain, but the sun is still there. So what do, I, what do I mean by this? The sun is permanent. The sun is, is not, is not stop, has not stopped shining. The sun has not uh, disappeared. It's still there. It's always been there and it will still be there after the storm. When the storm is over and the clouds clear, the, the sky is clear, you'll still see the sun. And that's a powerful truth that you need to remember today. 
that even in the storms of your life, no matter how difficult those storms are, no matter how, how painful they may be, just remember this. The Son, S-O-N, Jesus is there. He is there. He's not left the scene. He is in the midst of that storm. You may not be able to see Him because all you see are the effects of the storm. But let me tell you this. He's there. He's there. He's with you. And He will not abandon you. Amen. And when all these clouds clear up, you will suddenly notice there He is. He's been there all the while. He's never left the scene. He's never abandoned you. He's always been there for you. Jesus will never abandon you. So think about these three characteristics of a storm. It is, number one, it's not permanent. It's only temporary. Number two, it appears devastating and scary. Number three, it blocks out the sun. But good news is this. The good news is, sun is still there. Not just the S-U-N, but also the S-O-N of God is still there. Hallelujah. You know, I've read in the scriptures that my Savior Jesus, He's a master at dealing with storms. Because I found out from the Word of God that all it takes for Jesus to do is to speak the Word. And the storm will, will stop, will come to an end. In Mark chapter 4, verse 35 to 41, Mark 4, 35 to 41, the Bible tells us that that day when evening came, he said to his disciples, let us go over to the other side. And leaving the crowd behind, they took him along just as he was in the boat. There were also other boats with him. And a furious Paul came up and the waves broke over the boat so that it was nearly swamped. Jesus was in the stern, asleep on a cushion. The disciples woke him and said to him, Teacher, don't you care if we drown? He got up, rebuked the wind and said to the waves, Quiet! Be still! Then the wind died down and it was completely calm and he said to his disciples why are you so afraid do you still have no faith they were terrified and asked each other who is this that even the wind and the waves obey him even the wind and the waves obey him you know what's amazing about this whole situation was that when the, when the storm rose, Jesus was in the stern of the boat, asleep on a cushion. That just tells you how comfortable Jesus was in the midst of that storm. You know, when the storm hits us, we, we get really panicky. We, we are worried and we are, we're trying to find a way to deal with what's going on around us. We're trying to save ourselves, basically. And that's what the disciples of Jesus were doing. They were trying to save themselves. They didn't know what to do. Then they went to Jesus. They woke him up and said, Teacher, don't you care that we are dying? We are perishing? That, that we are going to drown? Do you notice that Jesus did not respond to them? He didn't even speak to them. I've, I've learned that, you know, when you ask silly questions, God doesn't answer you. God doesn't answer you. 
and his disciples were asking him, don't you care that we're going to die? They forgot. The son of the living God was with them. The creator of the universe was right in the boat with them. There was no reason to be afraid. There was nothing to be afraid of. But they were afraid. They went to Jesus. He woke up and he spoke to the winds and he said to the waves, he said, peace, be still. And with those two words, peace, be still, the Bible tells us that everything was calm. The storm immediately ceased. Everything was back to normal again. And Jesus spoke to his disciples. He said, why are you so afraid? Do you still have no faith? And they were terrified and asked each other, who is this? Who is this? That even the winds and the waves obey him. Wow. I know who he is. He's my savior. He's your savior. He's the one who fights our battles for us. He's the one who gives us victory. He's the one who protects us. He's the one who uh, carries us through. He's the one who never abandons us. He's the one who loves us. He's the one who has given his life for us, forgiven us of our sins. He's the one. He's the one. Who is this? He's our savior. He's our savior. And he's a master at dealing with storms. So when you're facing the storm, and when you face your next storm, just remember this. The son of God is still there. He's right with you in the midst of the storm. He's not abandoned you. He's just in the stern, asleep on a pillow. He's at peace. He's at rest. How about we just rest in him? How about we just rest in the knowledge that he is there? Your lives will change forever. When you understand this revelation, when you have this revelation, any storm can come before you. The devil can throw anything at you and try to uh, uh, hurt you, try to harm you. But when you know who is inside of you, you are always going to win your battle. You're always going to be a winner. So, what does the rest of 2021 look for you? I believe that 2021, the, the, the second half of this year, is going to be a year of victory. It's going to be a year of breakthroughs. It's going to be a year of supernatural manifestations of God's power. It's going to be a year of God's super abundant grace. His unmerited favor that's going to be poured out into your life. It's going to be a year of abundant provision. It's going to be a year of divine protection from every virus, sickness or disease. Remember this today. Psalm 91 says that no plague will come near your dwelling. So you don't have to live in fear. Don't live in fear. 2021, the rest of this year, it doesn't matter what variant of the virus comes to the Philippines. You stay in faith. You do not stay in fear. 
You stay in faith and God will protect you. You do all you need to do to keep safe and you trust God to take care of you. Amen. Worship Him. Every opportunity you can, worship Him. Lift His name and trust Him. He'll take care of you. He'll take care of you. You know, I've, I've said this before and I've shared this at, at uh, the fort before. That many, many, many years ago, God spoke to me and He said to me, that when, when in every economic crisis that the world has gone through, not everyone suffers. In fact, there are those who prosper during those economic challenges. And he said to me, why shouldn't it be my people? Why shouldn't it be my people? I know that not only has this, this pandemic caused uh, untold suffering to so many people, uh, but economically as well, it has affected all of us in Malaysia, in the Philippines, in every part of the world. We've all had uh, an economic impact on our lives. But let me just say this to you today. It doesn't mean that you should be the one who suffers. During this time, God's grace is with you. God's strength is with you. God's enablement is with you. And He will provide. He will open doors. He will, he will give you opportunities. And He will make a way where there seems to be no way. And you will prosper during this season of challenges. Amen. You're not just going to uh, see the storms ahead of you. But you're going to go through the storms. And you're going to come out of it victorious. You're going to come out of it victorious. So let's go to some very practical things today. How do we go through storms? Number one, some practical things to do if you want to go through these storms and overcome. Number one, make preparation. Make preparation. Somebody, uh, uh, some wise person once said, if you fail to plan, you are planning to fail. You got to recognize that our God is a God of preparation. And so God is giving you opportunity now to prepare. To prepare for the storms ahead of you. And how do you prepare? You prepare by staying in the place where He asked you to stay in. You know, in Psalm, in Psalm 91, it says that we are safe when we are under the shelter of the Most High. We go into that place of safety. Amen. You don't expose yourself uh, unnecessarily, but you stay in the place of God's protection. You know, I remember uh, when I was in the military academy, one of the things that we are told, because we, we have big wide open spaces, uh, parade squares, big sporting facilities, open air uh, tracks and fields. And, and our area where, where my, my military academy was, uh, was a very, uh, was a place that was prone to thunder and lightning. And how many of you know that if you're, if you're the only person standing in the middle of an open space, you are a target for lightning. And every time that uh, thunder breaks out or you, there's lightning in the, in, in the sky, uh, uh, a soldier will, will pull out his bugler and uh, uh, his bugle, and he will blow a tune. Uh, and this particular tune is called the calm. He will blow that tune. And wherever we are, wherever we are outside of our barracks, when, when we're out in the open, when we hear that tune, it simply means 
get to safety. Get to safety. Don't be in an open space. And you know, uh, we immediately will run and go to a place of cover. The same way, God is speaking to every one of us here today. Come into his place of safety. There is a place of safety in the Lord. Amen. Stay in that place. So make preparation. Don't just, don't just leave things to chance. Plan. Prepare uh, yourself uh, to face any eventualities. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 9 says, That is what the scripture means when they say, No eye has seen, no ear has heard, and no mind has imagined what God has prepared for those who love him. How amazing is that? God is a God of preparation. He has made preparation for your future. So no eye has seen, no ear has heard. Uh, it has uh, never even been imagined. No mind can even imagine what God has prepared for you, for me, for all of us. How amazing is that? First Peter chapter 1 verse 13 says, So prepare your minds for action and exercise self-control. Put all your hopes in the gracious salvation that will come to you when Jesus Christ is revealed to the world. Hallelujah. So prepare, make preparation. Don't just leave things to chance. Make preparation for your future. And the best way to do that is to stay, is to stay in the presence of God. Amen. Number two, build a strong foundation. If you are going to go through the storm and have victory, remember this, you've got to build a strong foundation. Don't wait to build a strong foundation in the future. Build it now. Now is the time to build that strong foundation if you have not done so. Jesus, the Bible tells us, is our strong foundation. He's our firm foundation. In 1 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 11, it says, For no one can lay any foundation other than the one we already have, Jesus Christ. Amen. That's the strongest, the most stable, secure foundation that you and I can ever have. Matthew chapter 7 <clears throat> Verse 24 to 27. And I love this. In the Passion Translation, it says, Everyone who hears my teaching and applies it to his life can be compared to a wise man who built his house on an unshakable foundation. When the rains fell and the flood came with fierce winds beating upon his house, it stood firm because of its strong foundation. But everyone who hears my teaching and does not apply it to his life can be compared to a foolish man who built his house on sand. When it rained and rained and the flood came with wind and waves beating upon his house, it collapsed and was swept away. So what is it that we need to stand upon? We need to stand upon the word of God. The Word of God. We need to stand upon what God has already spoken concerning our future. The Bible is full of it. Full of promises 
of what he has spoken about your future. Stand on it. Stand on it. Number two, confess it. Confess the word. Confess what you have believed, what you have read. Confess it. Speak it. Declare it. And number three, agree with it. It's no good just to, to stand on it and, and just to confess it, but you've got to agree with the word, which means that when things don't go the way you hope for or the things don't go the way that you expect, you still stand on the word. You still agree with what God has spoken about your future. Amen? You don't waver. You don't allow yourself to be tossed and and, and, and tossed uh, to and fro uh, be, uh, by the circumstances around you. Finally today, faith never fails. Faith never fails. Hebrews 11 verse 6 in the Passion Translation says, And without faith living within us, it would be impossible to please God. For we come to God in faith knowing that He is real and that he rewards the faith of those who give all their passion and strength into seeking him. Hallelujah. Your faith will not go unrewarded. God rewards faith. When you stand in faith, you will see the results of your faith. Proverbs chapter 3 verse 5 and 6 in the Passion Translation says, Trust in the Lord completely and do not rely on your own opinions. Don't we have so many opinions? We have all kinds of opinions. But let me tell you this, your opinion, my opinion doesn't matter. What matters is what the word of God says. Trust in the Lord completely. Do not rely on your own opinions. With all your heart, rely on him to guide you and he will lead you in every decision you make. Become intimate with Him in whatever you do and He will lead you wherever you go. Hallelujah. Finally, Hebrews 11 verse 1 says, Now faith is the assurance, the title deed, the confirmation of things hoped for, divinely guaranteed, and the evidence of things not seen. The conviction of their reality. Faith comprehends as fact what cannot be experienced by the physical senses. So even though you don't see it right now, even though you don't feel it right now, even though you, you can't touch it right now, doesn't mean that God's not going to do it for you. You can keep trusting Him. You can keep hoping in Him. God will come through for you. He will not abandon you. He will come through for you. Hallelujah. Well, faith, the Bible tells us, is what pleases God. And when, when we walk in faith, we please God. And when God is pleased, everything will fall into place. Everything will fall into place. I'm so excited that this message is going to help you to overcome this message is going to help you to get strong. If you would just apply these promises, these scriptures, these principles to your lives, remember, you are going to win this battle. You're a stormtrooper. 
and you're going to win. You're going to overcome every storm in your life and come out of it victorious. Let me just uh, conclude by sharing with you an important principle that God has just revealed to me recently. He said to me, when what you're going through is beyond your control, it's within God's control. When what you're going through is beyond your control, it's within God's control. So if what you're going through right now is something that you find you, you, you don't know how to deal with it, it's just beyond your control. The good news is this, it's within God's control. He has control over it. He has power over it. All you got to do is rest. Rest and know who your God is. Rest and know that He will carry you through. Hallelujah. This year is going to be your best. The rest of this year is going to be your best. Start expecting it. Start expecting the best that God has to be poured out into your life. Amen. Start expecting blessings. Start expecting favor. Start expecting only the, the, the goodness of God to uh, show up in your days ahead because that's how He intends to bless you. He wants to take care of you. So today, as we've come to the end of this message, I want to just pray for every single one of you. I know that, uh, you know, whenever I'm, I'm there at the fort, I get the opportunity to lay hands on every single one of you and pray with you and believe God. But I know also that there is no distance when it comes to what God wants to do in your life. Even though I can't be there with you in person, but I know the Holy Spirit of God is there. And He has anointed this message over your lives, over your hearts, over your minds, over your being. And wherever you are right now, whether you are in service, in in-person service, in the facility with your pastors, or whether you are at home watching this online, I want to tell you this, there's no distance to what God can do in your lives. So, would you right now lift up your hands wherever you are. Just lift them to God. If you're at home, if you're in the auditorium, stand to your feet. Just lift your hands before the presence of God. Remember, we are all in the presence of God. I may be in Malaysia, but God is there with you. I may be away from you. I may not be present with you there in person. But God is with you in person. Jesus is right there with you. The Holy Spirit of God is right there with you. And He is going to touch you and bless you. So come on, everybody. Would you raise your hands to God? Whatever your storm is today. Remember, you're a storm trooper. God has equipped you with all you need to go through this storm. He's given you all the weapons of warfare. The Bible tells us all the weapons of warfare. It's been given to you. You're a stormtrooper. You're going to overcome and you're going to win this battle. So whatever it is that you're going through right now, just lift up your hands. I'm going to pray for you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for every single person who's standing before you right now. Lord, their hands raised before you. I thank you, my heavenly Father. Lord, that you already have uh, their future secure for them. Thank you, Father, that, Lord, you have equipped us with every weapon of warfare to fight these storms and to overcome and to come out of this and to come out of it and, and to stand above 
all these storms in our lives. We thank you, Father, that, Lord, that you have equipped us, you have empowered us, and you have given us victory even before we face the storms. So, Father, right now, I pray for every person who's watching this broadcast, who's, who's in the auditorium right now. Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch them. I pray healing for those who are sick. I declare that they are well and whole in the name of Jesus. I declare in Jesus' name that those who are going through lack in their lives, Lord, that your provision will come right now in the name of Jesus. I thank you, Father, that those who are, who are going through challenges in their families, in their marriages, in their workplace, in their schools, oh, Father, in the name of Jesus, I pray for peace to come right now and for breakthrough in those areas that they are going through. In the name of Jesus, I thank you, Lord, that today is their day of victory. Today is the day that they will win every battle that they face. So I thank you, Father, and I give you praise and glory and honor. In Jesus' name I pray. And everybody who agrees with this prayer say, Amen, amen, and amen, and amen. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for this privilege of sharing the word of God with you. But before, before we end today, I never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. If you've heard this message, perhaps you were invited to church today or somebody has shared this link with you and you're watching, I want to invite you to open your heart to Jesus Christ because He is the one who can help you through your storm. He's the one who can give you real peace in your life. If you desire that today, if you desire to make Jesus the Lord of your life, say this simple prayer with me right now. Say, Dear Lord Jesus, thank you for dying on the cross for me. Today I open my heart to you. Come into my heart. Be my Lord. Be my Master. Be my Savior. And be my God. I thank you. My sins are forgiven. My past is forgotten and I'm on my way to heaven. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening. For more information, follow us on social media or visit us at newlifethefort.com.